0: My guest today is acclaimed musician Molly Tuttle. Molly Tuttle has garnered worldwide applause for her impressive flap-making guitar technique and confessional songwriting. Since moving to Nashville in 2015, the native Californian has been welcomed into folk music, bluegrass, Americana, and traditional country communities. Even has her own music pushes against the limits of those genres. A series of awards and accolades followed, including two consecutive International Bluegrass Music Awards as Guitar Player of the Year, the first female artist to achieve that historic honor. Molly recently released an album of cover songs called But I'd Rather Be With You out on Compass Records on August 28th. Welcome to KGNU, Molly. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Before we get started, I just, how are you doing through, you know, six months into this pandemic as a musician? I know it's been challenging for many artists out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, there there are definitely ups and downs. It was really hard. Um, the first few months were really hard, just kind of navigating the new normal and um, trying to figure out how to spend my time. And I've, I've never been home for this long in my adult life. And um, of course, I'm I've been worried about Friends and just about the music industry as a whole, it's, it's scary times for sure, but having this record project to work on at my home and record on my own and just kind of learn, learning how to do something new that I hadn't done before, I'd never recorded myself for any of my albums before, um, that kind of gave me a sense of direction and going back to all these songs that I love really lifted my spirits, which was nice.
0: Yeah, um, so you know this latest record is a collection of cover songs and I'm wondering was this something that you had been thinking about before the pandemic hit?
1: It kind of materialized after um, quarantine started. I had been talking to Tony Berg who produced the album um, but we hadn't said like let we hadn't specifically talked about this project. Um, I was actually staying at his house talking about making a record together in the studio in a more conventional way. I was staying at his house in LA and um, that I remember getting the call that my next tour, I was supposed to fly out and go on tour right after those days at his place. Um, And I got the call that my gigs were canceled and everything seemed to be hitting the fan. so I, was just like I want to fly back home as soon as possible uh get on the next flight back to Nashville so I did and then we didn't talk for a couple weeks and then we had the idea to record these covers um I was having a hard time writing my own songs and just knowing what to say and how to put what I was feeling into words Um, so it was really soothing to go back to these songs that have helped me through hard times or brought me lots of joy in my life and yeah so I recorded all my parts in my house and sent them to Tony and he had other people record onto them and I think we both found it to be a really rewarding um, project.
0: As you're saying this is a new thing that you've learned for yourself kind of learning how to record yourself and then basically putting the album together <laughs> via email or Dropbox
1: or whatever. Yeah <laughs> a lot of Dropbox. What surprised you about that process? Oh that's a good question. I think like one thing I learned was how valuable it is for me to be able to do things alone and have my own space and get to experiment without having other people hear me. Um, I realized that in the past when I've made my records, there's such a pressure of um, booking studio dates and going in for a week and knowing you have to get everything done and having a whole group of people listening in the control room and taking notes on all of your takes. And you only get so many takes before you have to Go and uh, I think this was really cool to just do it on my own schedule at home. I still recorded everything pretty quickly, like within a couple weeks. um, But I always knew like I could do more takes and really work at any hour of the day. A lot of my vocal parts I recorded at night, um, which was nice because I felt like my voice was more warmed up and I was more relaxed. Um, So it was just, it gave me a new perspective on the value of doing things my own way and on my own timeline
0: yeah and so you recorded your parts at home which i imagine were mm-hmm. you know the instrumentals and singing um but then there were other instruments in session yeah join did you kind of tell tony what you wanted or did he sort of take it and run with it
1: he kind of took it and ran with it we talked about it a little bit um and of course, he sent me like the musicians who played on it. I, all, I thought they were all amazing, but he really kind of did everything. Um, the one thing I did was have my friend catch um, Secor from Old Crow Medicine Show sang on one song. And that was kind of like we had sang that song together before. And I was like, hey, we should get him to sing on this. But pretty much everything else, um, Tony brought to the table. And it was a little scary in a way, except that I trusted him so much because I know his work and i know that he every record he works on is amazing so yeah he was just putting stuff on it i heard most of the takes once they had drums matt chamberlain played drums and everything and i heard those and gave some notes and then i didn't hear anything for a while and he sent back the rough mixes with everything and it was just like whoa here's the full-on tracks it took me a second to get used to it because i'd only really heard most of them with just my guitar and singing and all of a sudden it was like full band <laughs> so that was it was kind of exciting but a little scary she comes and
2: comes.
0: This is a cover songs album, and the it's quite an eclectic mix of music <laughs> yeah. that you've pulled from you music from The National, from FKA Twigs, from mm-hmm. Rancid, who's a punk rock group, from Harry Styles, yeah. it's like boy band. So <laughs> yeah. um, was it intentional to kind of get all over the map? I'm assuming that these songs are reflective of music that you love in your personal life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it wasn't like completely intentional. The one thing I wanted was to have an array of like older music, newer music, um and yeah, I think it just kind of worked out that these songs were ones that I felt like I could really bring something new to with my style. Um there were artists who I love um who have more similar styles to what I've done in the past, but it was harder to cover them and really bring something new to the table so these were all songs that I felt like I could put a new spin on and uh, maybe add some meaning to or just like play in a different style that people wouldn't naturally expect I wanted to kind of surprise people with these songs
0: another thing that I read is that you were actually um maybe still working on or working on before another solo album that would be out later this year is that still in the works have things been put on hold
1: yeah Um, Yeah, it's a little up in the air. I think we were planning to not put it out this year, but record it this year. Um, I'm still kind of like in the process of figuring out how that would look. And mainly right now, I'm just writing a lot of songs. So I kind of took a break from writing to record this covers album, but now I'm diving back into it. So yeah, we'll see. I think like with how everything's going, it's just hard to know how things will look in the winter and... We're still kind of playing it by ear, but I definitely want to get back into the studio.
0: your life as a musician look these days especially in nashville which you know is known for having so much
1: live music yeah it does feel different and like places in nashville are opening up again but that's a new thing to navigate of like i really would never want to put anyone at risk um by playing music like i would never want to play a show and have someone get sick but there are people playing shows and um i think everyone's just kind of navigating what they feel comfortable with personally Um, so yeah my days these days are like I do a lot of like videos and live streams and kind of like remote things Um, I've done a couple things with small crews of like camera people and but that's pretty much the most I've done and then but yeah, that's that's kind of kept me busy and working on writing new music. Yeah, it's definitely a lot different. <laughs> I've never like filmed myself on my phone so much before. So then one thing I also wanted
0: to ask you about is, you know, you have made such a splash in the bluegrass scene, rightly so. And as I mentioned in the intro, you are the first female artist to receive the Guitar Player of the Year from the IBMA. Bluegrass is a very male-dominated scene. I wonder how Mm -hmm. navigating that world has been for you as a woman throughout the years
1: yeah I think it's it's been interesting I've definitely noticed um I mean yeah it's hard to ignore that it's such a male-dominated music and I think I accidentally chose probably the most male-dominated lead instrument (laughs) within the genre guitar is such a male culture um so yeah those two worlds colliding I just find myself um the only woman in the room a lot and I get like weird I've gotten so many like weird comments they don't even like really stick out to me anymore but yeah there are definitely hurdles that women um in the music industry as a whole have to navigate that men don't and I think that can really intimidate a lot of people um especially like just thinking about guitar like so many women complain that when they go into a guitar store to buy a guitar or get gear no matter if they're a beginner or a really experienced guitar player they just get treated so differently than men like i'll go into a guitar store um if it's one that i've maybe never been in before or it's not in like a not somewhere like nashville where they know that there are lots of women (laughs) guitar players around um i just get treated like a complete novice and it's really frustrating so i think maybe now with um a lot more things being online and a lot less like of those Barriers in place to learning the instrument. Um, I've seen a lot more women uh, guitar players and women like lead guitar players, especially. So hopefully those barriers are coming down. But we definitely have a long way to go before um, women are represented equally and and celebrated the same way as male musicians.
0: Definitely, it's a tough world out there.
1: It does make it more rewarding in a way to like be. caving some new territory in certain ways
0: great well it's been such a pleasure to speak with you molly again your new record but i'd rather be with you is out on compass records as of august 28th thank you so much for joining me today
2: thank you thanks for having me yesterday Hired, didn't you?